You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. Credit is obviously a, a, a key component to any mortgage. And it's probably one of the first things when you're when you meet people, you're probably in your conversation trying to gauge that right out of the gate, I would think. Eh? Honestly, we ask them up front even before they get an appointment booked. Like, how do you think your credit looks? Great. Yeah. And yeah. people are like, I don't have any idea how it looks. I think my my credit's excellent, or I think my credit is terrible. Yeah. And you know, there's a wide range. Right. There's two credit reporting agencies in Canada. There's TransUnion and Equifax. Uh, and there's actually two free apps that you can download. Mm-hmm. And I love I love things for free. Yeah. But you don't get anything really for free because they're going to try to sell you some advertising. Right. The first one is BorrowWell, and the data that they're bringing in is from Equifax, and the second one is Credit Karma. And they bring in their data from TransUnion. Mm-hmm. It's weekly credit monitoring. They'll email you. They'll give you notifications. And you can keep an eye on your credit and see how things look yeah. and see what you think your likelihood are, is of, of being approved. Regardless of the monitoring, both credit reporting agencies have a maximum score of 900. Mm-hmm. And typically what we say, anything over you know, 720 is stellar. Right. Typically, to get approved for a prime mortgage, you need to have a score of at least 600. Mm-hmm. But if you have a score that is really between 600 and 700, there needs to be a good story. Like, why is the score low? Mm-hmm. Is it utilization? So that utilization, what that means is, is it the percentage of how much you owe compared to what your limit is? Mm-hmm. Is it your payment history? Are you making your payments on time? And is it your credit mix? So are all of your trades from you know, bank lenders or credit unions, or are they more from finance companies and things like that? Having the right mix is really important, making your payments on time, but also having the mix between installment accounts like loans and leases and things like this and revolving accounts like lines of credit and credit cards. This all makes an impact on your credit. What makes basically makes the least amount of impact is inquiries and your addresses. They still do make an impact. Don't get me wrong, but People think inquiries is the biggest thing that impacts your credit. It's not. No. It's really utilization and payment history. Those are the two things that are going to give you the most amount of impact on your credit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think there's a lot of misconception what people don't want you to know. You can get a credit inquiry from a mortgage lender and shop around Mm -hmm. without it impacting your credit at all. One inquiry is deduped to one when you go to multiple places Mm -hmm. within like a 30, 45 day period. Really? Yep. Okay, that's automatic? Mortgage lenders don't want you to shop around, so that's yeah. why they tell you, oh, don't yeah. go and check your credit a lot. Right, yeah. Well, don't go apply for a mortgage and a car loan and a credit card and a credit card and a car loan. Yeah, yeah that's going to impact your credit. Yeah, yeah. But if you're looking for a mortgage, you can technically go to other places. Yeah, yeah. And it won't have any impact on your credit, all deduped to one inquiry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you taught, you you said to also... Uh, residences or addresses so if you've got a lot of addresses, yeah if you start moving a lot that's going to yeah. bring your score down because it guess will. what people that move a lot risky is that right eh? risky risky business yeah so yeah you changing your address a lot certainly will have an impact mm-hmm. but the biggest two or three i should say credit mix utilization and payment history those are the biggest okay it'll also show things like collections right. and judgments yeah or if there's been a bankruptcy or consumer proposal that will all show on your credit bureau mm-hmm. And that will all have a big, big impact. How long will the, that's that's seven years, is it? Like a bankruptcy will stay on yeah. six years after discharge. Right. And consumer proposal will stay on for two or three years after it's discharged. Right. But the challenge is that also the individual trade lines that may be included in a consumer proposal or bankruptcy will stay on as well. Right, yeah. So obviously 
there's an impact. And if there's a gap in your credit, obviously lenders are going to ask more questions. Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah. well, why? Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. You're, so if somebody is 40 years old and suddenly their credit- And they've had credit for one year. One year, they're going to wonder, but- Because you can see when the credit bureau was opened up. So yeah. like if it was opened up in like 2003 and they own, and they their oldest trade is one year old, one years old. Yeah. There's a problem. Yeah. All right. So- um, if somebody's got something or anything over 700, they're going to be in good shape. In that a score over 700 is good. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think having the appropriate mix of like loans and lines of credit, good. Yeah. I think some people are like obsessed with credit too. Like they want to be the unicorn. They want to have that score of 900. Mm -hmm. The people with 900 are typically have had a credit, uh, a credit bureau open for years. Yeah. And they've had loans and they've had lines of credit and they have credit cards and, but they're all paid as agreed, right. and obviously have very low balances. Yeah. Those people have high scores. Yeah. What about income? How does that mix in with, with credit? No impact. No impact at all. Income does not impact your credit. Right. Yeah. So that's a really um, an equalizer. Yeah. Yeah. And trust me, I see people with very high income that have very poor credit. Mm -hmm. And I, say, I see people that have very low income with very good credit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the one equalizer really might, might be the credit yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and i think it's really very you know eye-opening to me like when i see people and you see what their income is and you assume one thing or you assume another and oftentimes it's not yeah and i get surprised yeah one thing that you've often said to people and you've said it to me uh you say if you if you're awaiting a mortgage to close a house to close do not go out and make purchases a hundred percent. In that time, right? A thousand percent. Yeah. Like what, what percent can I give that would be like the maximum percent? <laughs> Don't go buy a new car. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Will they find out though? Everyone finds out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've had so many borrowers that have had to maybe make a last minute change and it has to go back for underwriting or something like that and we need a new credit bureau. So many times do I magically a new credit facility shows up. Yeah. I really, truly, really, truly had a borrower that we had them approved, things went on a long time, had to get a new credit bureau, and there was a loan from Porsche on their credit bureau. Wow. And I'm sorry, this doesn't work anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's like the ratios were just already high and just even higher after they got a new vehicle. Mm -hmm. So don't buy a new vehicle. Yeah. Don't go buy furniture. Like, you don't need yeah. these things. Yeah. Just wait. Wait until the house, well, people want the furniture. Because they want to put it in the house. They want the furniture to be delivered as soon as the house closes. Yeah. No, people, people, come on. <laughs> Just wait. If you can't pay cash for that furniture, you don't need to buy it. Right. Yeah. Don't go get more additional credit. People are just so credit hungry and they're getting credit facilities from all kinds of different places. That's not good for your credit. Right. And it could also really negatively impact your debt servicing ratios. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. all of these credit facilities will be in, will be factored in, especially if you have a loan payment. Mm -hmm. That's going to make a big, big difference. Yeah. And if you have any revolving debt, we use 3% of the outstanding balance right. for your debt servicing yeah. ratio. So obviously, certainly can have a big impact as well. Yeah. What uh, What's the best way for people to fix, deal with their credit if they have issues? I think just be aware is the first, is the, is, is the first route. Know what your credit looks like. Know what's on there. Know if there's any, you know, mispayments or collections or any accounts that are not reporting correctly and get it fixed. Both TransUnion and Equifax have a process for consumers to fix their own credit. If consumers come to us, and I see errors on the credit bureau literally every day, uh, we do have a 
investigation process right. where I can fix things on people's uh, Equifax consumer yeah. uh, credit bureau. It does happen quite often. Um, and there can be mismatches on credit bureaus and things like that. The one thing I'd re also recommend, if you're going to do a credit inquiry, give the credit grantor your social insurance number. Mm -hmm. That's a really good way for them to get your credit bureau and to make sure that you are you. Right. I have a lot of people that have multiple credit bureaus that have to be merged together. I have different people that have wrong AKAs on their credit bureau. And Equifax and TransUnion, they're not reporting things to be more challenging for you. Yeah. They're only reporting the best data that they have. Right. So, you know, I would say really make sure your situation is clean and also follow it. And if there's a problem, then help and get a fix. Okay. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Check us out online at teamclinton.ca slash radio. Lots of great, either we have hundreds of blog posts on there. We have rates on there, contact information, and there's mm -hmm. links to our social media. You yeah. can see Todd and I yeah. on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on mm -hmm. TikTok, uh, on Twitter. Certainly send us a message if there's anything you want us to talk about. We'd love to help. We'd love to answer mortgage questions. And, you know, I really thank all our, our listeners for tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Clinton, always great. Enjoyed it, as always. Thanks for having me, Todd, and happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. That's Clinton Wilkins. I'm Todd Vino. Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.